1: Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming
2: up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a
1: Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side?
4: Hello, everybody. On this episode of Don't Blame Me, we have Kingsley. We discuss a guy who is hooking up with his friend who happens to have a girlfriend. We also have a callback about porn, which I'm sure you guys will love to hear. And a girlfriend whose uh, husband's dick ripped. And we talk about the penis in the ripping. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Don't Blame Me. This is my podcast hi i'm megan and we are here today with very special guest kingsley hi oh my god i'm hi. so happy you're here
3: i'm happy that you, you invited me here today. thank you i was just like podcast vibes i was gonna look like super cute and i was like no no you're like, sitting your talking into a mic like <laughs> just talking. chill yeah i love yeah, it i love thanks.
4: it i'm sweating a and little i love
3: bit. the title of your show oh
4: thank you it's really good it's um it's kind of like having like a legal disclaimer built in. Mm-hmm. So like if I fuck up somebody's life, like you've been reminded. You can't like go to your lawyer and be like, So I called this podcast called Don't Blame Me. They go, my issue's right there.
3: Exactly. Yeah. Covered all your bases.
4: Exactly. That's the plan. Um so yeah, this is an advice podcast if you guys are listening for the first time. We're also recording this for YouTube. So hello internet. And if you're watching on YouTube, you might notice that I look a little out of it. I got a concussion this weekend. It's a fun story. We won't talk about it. Um <laughs> but, yeah, if you want to tweeted about I it. I did I did tweet about it. And also did you see I like definitely Like, it was one... Words are really hard. But I kept tweeting things and then be like no that's not what I meant to say and yeah. I was like holy shit like this is definitely affecting Whoa, me more. I'm yeah. gonna have
6: to
3: check out the timeline. I well I just I saw
4: I, yeah I saw your I tweet that said you're like
2: blueberries are overrated and I was like for me blueberries are underrated but then I saw you tweet later <laughs> that said blueberries are underrated that's what I meant <laughs> I, <laughs> I can't
4: just like, just like, oh my god and there's like some of the things I like. quote tweeted somebody saying something I was like this is great but I was like that is so great this is and I'm like oh dear god my I, Instagram Options were like the same line almost twice. I've been affected. Someone asked me how bad it was, and I was like, Well, I don't know all the states, but I like didn't know before. So that's okay.
3: I can't believe you guys are debating blueberries when Beyonce dropped
2: an album.
4: I oh that is true. That is too. I don't have a title though. Oh God, oh, you just need an email,
2: Josh. You don't know. <laughs> oh, really? That's all you need? <laughs> Yeah. Yes, I luckily I
4: thirty day trial. Yeah, constantly. Oh, okay, because I when did that Lemonade, for Rihanna.
3: I did it for Lemonade. I did mm-hmm. it several
6: you times. I was, I was
4: on set when Lemonade came out, and there was like the couple crew guys had downloaded it, and then we just had their laptop, and so I assumed that it was like an exclusive thing, like Raya. Yeah. I was have to join.
2: Yeah. Oh God, Raya. Yeah. yeah, I got that thirty days, and by the time thirty days are up, it'll be on Apple Music. So
3: yeah, sure. it's oh. up there now. It is. is it's shockingly oh. they they did it.
4: I don't even have Apple Music. Oh. What do you what are you listening? I'm still on like on Spotify. Spotify. Or, oh, that's on there too. Student yeah. Spotify. Student Spotify. I mean, this college really drops out. Student still for student. Uh, yeah. For like two <laughs> years. I'm students <was> <laughs> for two years. <laughs> I 2 years i do not know how I'm still paying the student thing, so I don't want to fuck it up. Same with Amazon Prime.
2: Oh yeah, me too. Mine's running out this year though.
4: Oh no. I know.
2: That's so disappointing. They sent me an email, I was mad.
4: You're like, I'm still a th- student, bitch. <laughs>
3: Yeah, getting the master's. Yeah. They don't know when you stop. No, no, How no. offensive. Aren't
4: I always learning? I'm constantly bettering right. myself. I'm yes. a student of the world. Yes. My friend, we, we went to Madewell, and she always shows her student ID. And her sister's mortified because her sister fucking worked there for years. So everybody knows that, like, she's not a student. And so then our other friend had overheard this. And every time we go into a store, she goes, you're not a student in the front of everyone. So she never allowed to use her student ID. Damn. I was like, you're a shitty friend.
3: Very shitty. Shout out to That's Sophie. So she's listening. <laughs> Fuck you,
4: Sophie. We're not allowed to use our student IDs. Not top shop now? Somewhere. okay well um this is a, an advice podcast for anybody who's first time listening um and the phone number oh wow let's see if this concussion can still oh. remember the fucking phone number 310 694 Zero nine seven six. Woo. Wow. You do. Wow. That was that hurt to think about.
3: She lives.
4: She does. She's gonna survive. <laughs> I'm gonna make it. Um, and then international listeners, if you guys want to call in or te- not technically call in, you record a voicemail, email it to Meganpodcast@gmail.com gmail.com, and we can give you guys some advice. So that's what's gonna happen today.
3: Come through. Giving
4: a fuck ton of advice. I feel like you'll be good at this.
3: Yeah, I love, like, listening to people's problems. That on your own? <laughs> and telling Same. them. Yes. Yes. Same. I love it. One of my
4: favorite things ever, which is why I started the podcast, is giving people advice and then not having to, like, follow up on it. Mm-hmm. So, like, if it's my real life friends, I can give them advice, but I can't be that harsh because, like, come, like, a week and a half, I'm going to find out what actually happened. Exactly. With this one, I can just be like, here you go. Put it into the universe. <laughs> know. Who knows if whatever, it worked or not? Whatever you do with it, you'll do with it. So. Yes should we hop in oh and mel's here sorry i forgot to introduce mel (laughs) that was such an afterthought (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) we need a camera for you did you see everyone tweeting and um commenting that they want a mel cam i did i think we should do one even if we just set up an iphone just like right there for you okay well um yeah should we begin i'm ready to begin me too i'm sweating a little bit though
0: hello megan uh i'm from norway and i just wanted to call in for some advice uh so the thing is i am almost 20 years old and I've never had a first kiss I never had a boyfriend and I'm like "Mm, I kind of need advice to like know what to do you know so the reason why I haven't had my first kiss is because I'm like saving it for the right person and I feel like that's a smart thing to do like to wait for the right one but at the same time I'm like 20 soon and I'm Getting a little bit impatient. Like, what if the right one doesn't come along in like ten years? I don't want to be like thirty and never had a kiss. So, uh, what do you suggest? Should I just go for it? Like, don't care about who it is with. Like, it's not that big of a deal. It's just a kiss. Uh, or do you think I should like stay true to my to my wish to be like not pure. But, like to to wait for the right one. Uh, and also. If I were to just go for it, uh, where do I find guys? (laughs) Like I tried uh, apps, dating apps, and that is not for me. Like not at all. Uh, And to my school, there aren't very many boys. So like, I don't know. And I don't really like to go to parties. So do you like have any tips on how to find guys to like potentially date? And like, yeah, stuff like that. I'm just confused. I'm 20 and I'm like, oh, I need to start living my life. So if you have any tips or advice, please give them to me. <laughs> Thank you.
4: I mean, I'm not a f- I'm I'm all for people saving themselves in whatever way that may be. Not for me personally, not my jam. <laughs> um, I would just say I think my automatic thing is like when you build something up to be really great, there's no way it's ever going to meet your expectations and then that I think applies to like everything like a job um a, an event new think of new years and Halloween it's never mm-hmm. as fun as you think it's going to be and 100 percent that's how I feel about like first kisses my first kiss that was like kin- I'm gonna say consensual because I definitely pinned down this kid named Kyle uh-huh. when I was a kid and like sucked his face because I was how old were you I was like five okay. i was oh so i was also tall and like large for i was like a larger child and he was very small so i just like had a lot on him which i still feel bad about to this day i'm like whoo um but i was like i was like 15 amid my 16th birthday when i had my first kiss, and i would say i had pretty much Like, a perfect first kiss when it comes down to it. Like, I just went to the Jonas Brothers concert. Like, I was a front row. Like, they sang to me. They sang happy birthday in the meet and greet. I literally passed out. And it was the greatest day of my entire life. I have pictures. And I just, like, you can see that I'm just, like, crying out of happiness. And so, sadly, my first kiss wasn't with Nick Jonas, which I really wish it was. But this guy that I was dating, he, like, wanted to kiss me on my birthday And so he, like, drove to my house and, like, gave me my first kiss, like, on my birthday. And it was great for, like, the next three weeks. But then he ghosted me and we never talked again. So ultimately, I think, like, a first kiss, like, the instance in which it can happen could totally be perfect. But the aftermath is so rarely perfect. And unless you want to, like, your first – unless you want this to be, like, a married at first sight kind of thing where, like, your first kiss, your first everything with the same guy – it might be great for, a wh- like, a great memory for a while, but then it's, like, going to suck. And then you'll, like, get over it. And, like, now I can look back and be like, he was a total megababe.
3: Yeah. What's the age of consent in Norway? What is...
4: I feel like... I'm, I young. mean, she's
2: 20, yeah, so she's, she's, uh, she's yeah. older. Yeah. I feel like
3: I... Ugh. My first kiss was in Head Start, so I was like, what five (laughs) or something? So same age, but it was consensual (laughs) with this girl named Sierra behind a tree. Oh, so cute! We all know how I turned out, so
6: (laughs) Sierra, (laughs) who knows
3: where her life is or you know what she's doing? But I feel like it sounds like you feel a lot of pressure around being twenty, and I just feel like everyone has such different ages and times where they Mm -hmm. feel comfortable doing something
4: yeah i have friends who didn't have their first kiss until their 20s and i have friends who i have some friends who are still virgins friends who are waiting to have sex because they're waiting for the right guy or they're waiting until marriage like i have friends in all of those different places i think like most of the pressure you end up you put on yourself Mm -hmm. um And I think, I think if you're, if you're, I think there's, it's totally fine to get impatient. Like I would be fucking impatient too. Like I think it's a very natural feeling. Like you got hormones, you got needs. So I think if you want to, I think the whole thing is you have to choose either. Do you want to have your first kiss and kind of just say like whatever happens, happens. Or do you want to still hold out for it? Because I don't think you can put the pressure to find that kind of right guy in like a time crunch. Mm -hmm. And I also think that like. I don't know. There's no I, I'm much more in the mindset of like first of anything. It's so much more about you being in the right mindset and ready versus like the person that you're with. Like that's yes. not going to make you feel more ready. I think you're going to feel more ready when you are. But I mean, how would you go about finding a boy to kiss?
3: I mean, well, she says she doesn't like go to parties and there's not many guys at school. <laughs> I don't like I feel like even at parties, like you're not going to necessarily kiss someone yeah. just because you're at a party. Um, you have to live your life. The yeah. guy comes along. He comes along. If you end up being a raging lesbian and kissing a girl, like, you just don't yeah, know what's going to happen. go for it.
4: And I think if you're trying to meet a guy to date, I think the best place to do that is to go to places where you, like... Do interest that you like. If you like bookstores, mm-hmm. go to bookstores. Mm-hmm. If my friend and I always used to say, granted, she met her boyfriend at a bar. Um, we always used to say that if you go to a bar to meet a guy and that's really not your vibe, you're gonna probably meet a guy who that's really his vibe. That's where he what he's really into, and like that's where he likes to hang Ooh, out. Yes, and you're kind of giving off mess. that thing of being like, Oh, I like to go out and go to bars. She's like, I just came here to meet boys. Yeah. Which I'm not a bar or a party person at all. Uh, granted I met my boyfriend like at work, but I think you have to like the more. More, you'll be more likely to meet somebody that you have common interests with and that you're going to actually really be into and is really going to be into you if you're staying true to yourself and like mm-hmm. hanging out at places that you you kind of like that. Or also ask your friends if they've got like people to set you up with. Um, and yeah, I completely relate
3: to the not using dating apps thing. Yeah. It just seems so like forced sometimes mm-hmm. and... I don't like the concept of talking to someone for a really long time and then yes. meeting them. No, because it's like text and mm-hmm. vibing right. in real life is not the same.
4: No, it's not. I would rather I w- I loved the idea of dating apps, but just not using them for dating. Just using them to make me feel good about myself because I'm great over text same. message, and then I don't want to meet anyone in person. And I'm like, yeah. I never want to meet you. Like yeah. I just like wanted you to tell me I was like funny and cute and pretty, and like now nah, I've never talked to you again. Uh-huh. Which like that was what I did, which is t- terrible. I, but I mean, yeah. I I'm I'm with that the dating app thing. I think can be yeah because you can anyone can kind of like we're in the era of catfish like you can Mm -hmm. always like pretend to be a different yeah, person. Yeah, it's so
3: calculating. You're like choosing your best pictures yeah. and just it's such a, I can't.
4: No, I've made my friend change her last picture because when I did have dating apps, my final picture, oh, I will it? say I crushed it. Like I, I fucking, I never met anybody in real life, but like uh-huh. my ratio of like matching and like being told I was funny was like pretty fucking high, which is all I was there for. <laughs> um, But my last picture was me after I'd gotten my nose done. So like my nose is bloody and bruised and I have two black eyes. And so like I really like made fun of myself in my profile and so many people were like, wait, this is so funny. You're not taking yourself too seriously so i made my friend change her last picture because it like it was her like at a sorority formal like hand on her hip and i Mm -hmm. made her change it to a picture her like drunk eating chicken wings and she matched with so many more people and i was like see if you're like your real authentic true self but i think it's hard because no one really is
3: true yeah very true
4: yeah
3: just
2: relax girl yeah Yeah. and you've got to put yourself out there you're not going to get your kiss if you're not going anywhere true
4: no dicks don't just fall on your lap as much ah, as we ah, all wish. It doesn't mm-hmm. always happen like that. You have to put the effort forward. <laughs> and coming from somebody who's also lazy with dating, like that was like the biggest struggle with me. I'm like, well, I don't want to like, that's so much effort. Like yeah. you actually have to put in the effort. Otherwise, you won't meet people.
3: Yeah. And I feel like, well, I don't know, like do girls feel more pressure for guys to make the move? Or
2: I, you're asking someone who pinned down a guy when she was Very good point. I, mean,
4: really <laughs> a point. I mean, I'm pretty forward, but, when it comes to like the first, I'm like, I'm definitely forward, but like if I like somebody, I will tell them. But if it comes to that's I, that's why I usually have feelings like for friends and develop crushes, because I'm not one mm. to go up to a guy for the first time who I don't know who I think is cute. Like I will make the first move if I'm friends with somebody or I know them. And like, I will definitely plant that seed. But if I don't know somebody and I just see a cute guy, like there's no way. Like my friends I used to like literally just like get dressed up and like go hang out and like I hope someone talks to us and I'm like that's so fucking weird like you get like all I cute and out. hope and like you, then you, the ball's on your court you're not doing anything and I'll be honest that did not work for any of my friends no whatever it came up it was like I want to talk to these girls who are sitting by themselves just like looking at the room and being like I hope somebody talks to us Yeah, yeah. like that's not approachable ow you so okay
3: concussion <laughs> number two I
6: mean
4: <laughs> she does, does that all the concussion time concussion of the mouth I do and sometimes I get too close and I lick it and I'm like Ugh.
6: wow I know
4: so hopefully you don't have a mic that I've previously liked. Potentially. I don't mind. I know. Catch the catch the cooties. Okay. Do we help? I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. And maybe look on the YouTube comments and if you guys also are yeah, like in your twenties and back. She's yeah.
6: stress. Yeah. Help her out. <laughs> help, <laughs> help her out, so guys, discussed. if anyone
4: else is in that same position. Okay. On to the next one.
6: I am twenty five years old. I'm about to be twenty six. Um I am a little bit intoxicated right now but I'm just giving you a message just saying that I just hooked up with um, my friend who happens to be in a relationship and I've hooked up with him like a few times like maybe like two to like 17 times and He happens to have a girlfriend, and I just want to, like, I feel like we have a connection, but we probably don't. I honestly don't even know, but, like, we are good friends, and then he caught, his girlfriend caught us together. I don't even know, but, like, have a good time. Bye.
4: He's so relaxed. No, he's, he's so drunk. drunk. Oh, <laughs> drunk. <laughs> wait, wait. So they got caught, but he doesn't know what he do doesn't mean? know like, what to do. Did they just get caught?
2: After the 17th it seems time.
3: Like, it
4: seems like he was
2: calling like straight from <laughs> straight from it. I love <laughs> yeah. when you get a good car phone call. I love when
4: we're people's first call. Like we're the first responders. <sighs> wow. Okay. I'm was
6: gonna that it? that's yeah.
4: it. It's a lot to unpack. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say something that's whatever. This is gonna be like typical Megan controversial thing. I have guy friends who've hooked up with guys who are in relationships with women and that I think it's so much more common than most people know is that there's a lot of I think we're in this generation like right now this generation is like very some people can be very supportive in coming out but I think in a lot of older generations like depending on where you grew up and stuff like that like it was just a lot less progressive so this happens a lot more than um I think people know mm-hmm. and uh, my controversial thought process is like other people's figuring out their sexuality like as much as like that sucks for the girlfriend I think like other people figuring out their sexuality I think like her she needs to take a back seat and like no no you hate that
3: i hate that because i I feel (sighs) like it's one thing to explore your sex like if he hooked up with his friend before he got in a relationship that's fine but you're stringing this girl along like once they have you as a friend know that this person is in a relationship you need to stop That's just dangerous it's messy it's not safe it's tacky (laughs) and every other (laughs) adjective that i just that's so Ugh. messy. I
4: wonder, do you think he, I mean, we don't know what his, if he's out as anything, like his girlfriend, was this like a total shock to his girlfriend?
3: Right. It would
2: seem like it. If I don't,
4: unless he's out like his bi and he's just been hooking mm-hmm. up yes. with
2: the other guy. Because
4: I think usually, I guess I forget that he said that the girlfriend caught them. Usually my thing is, I'm like, if you're hooking up with somebody who's in a relationship, they might be in an open relationship. They might like be in anything like that. Um, But I mean, if she walked in fuck i want to know i want to know his
3: drunk ass couldn't even give us <laughs> 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 like the details. god uh, that's sad though because i yeah. yeah there is so much more to it like is this friend in the closet and not yeah. really into this girl mm-hmm. or is he just like a super horny person that yeah. can't cut off his friend like is the friend just where they dr- like he was drunk is it just a drunk thing that happens mm-hmm. like it's just
4: like have you guys talked about it like have you and this guy Ta- are, like were you hook up buddies before he had a girlfriend and this kind of like stayed and then or how good also how good of friends are you if you didn't know he had a girlfriend
3: no I know? think he knew it <laughs> yeah like he knew. knew from
4: the beginning yeah, yeah. I okay. think so too
2: like they're friends and I yeah. think he definitely knew because he was to like 17 two, to 17 times. Times. 2 to 17
4: times which also means like 25 times yeah. like wait, and also like do you I Do you think they hooked up before he was dating this girl? Like, has this probably. been like, that's what,
3: Yeah, probably. Yeah. And that's what I don't mind. It's just like, I feel like stuff like that is why certain people enforce like this whole mess, like why certain people will be suspect okay. mm-hmm. if their boyfriend is close with a gay guy.
4: Okay. Like, this
3: is the type of stuff that validates that, in my opinion. And Do people I
4: kn- really get upset about that?
3: Uh, yeah. What? Not always for reasonings like this, yeah. but when something like this is happening, it's just like, ah.
4: Wow.
3: Because it's the same as just a girl being paranoid about another girl, like based yeah. on their experiences. If you have past experiences where people are betraying your trust yeah. with something that seems platonic, yeah. it's not good.
4: No. So not good. I mean, what's our advice for him? <sighs> Sober up, sweetie. First one. <laughs> um
2: they should have a conversation yeah
4: because i think like i think there can be some of that like romanticism to it like i mean who doesn't love like the illicit kind of love story it Uh can be hot but also if this is a guy's your friend and you care about him like you should also care about like his relationship and if this is going to affect like his not maybe he doesn't live with a girlfriend but like that kind of side of his life like you want to You don't want your friends to obviously suffer and go through shitty things like that. And then also, like, what if one of you catches feelings and then you're not in a place where you can kind of pursue that? And then if it's just sex, too, like you guys are not the only two people in the world who want to have sex with each other. Were they being
3: safe? Like, were they using? Oh, my God.
4: Oh, oh are God. you picturing like one of them giving someone someone else something else, and then it all comes out? I'm
3: picturing the worst of the <laughs> whole situation.
4: I just want to pick. I just want to know how the girl like caught them, right. like text message or like walking. I, when I was in college, my
2: college boyfriend was with a gay guy, like having relationships with them, and I caught it through a Facebook message. Shut yep. up
4: this is why we need a fucking Mel cam mm-hmm. so you guys could see Mel's like stoic face. Yeah.
2: <gasps> and I never told him that I knew. Um, and you just like, broke, we up, broke up Yeah, and we're still friends. He's out now, but oh, like we're yeah. still friends. And But I never told him that I knew. Dude, know.
4: Facebook habits. My friend caught his boyfriend cheating on him through Facebook messages and then found like phone numbers and his dirty fucking yeah. jeans. and oh, after that God, I no. found Fuck pictures
2: of them. Like they had Shut gone out to like LA and were like wow. all over each other. Yeah. I did like some sleuthing after I saw that. Yeah,
4: the fuck yeah. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! Like deep dive sleuth. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Well, good for you for not telling yeah. him. Yeah, because that's like a struggle. Because mm-hmm. did you go to school in Arkansas? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we were
2: friends all through college. Okay, wh- like we're still great friends right now. Are you from
3: Arkansas? Mm-hmm. Same. You're from oh, Arkansas. I just yeah. went to Arkansas. I was born in Pine Bluff. Okay. My mom I'm from went Ferryville. to Nice. Nice.
4: I yeah. went to Bentonville. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where? Bentonville. Whoa. Yeah
3: geez yeah it's pretty mm-hmm. cool
4: mm-hmm. we love our shout out to everyone from arkansas yeah. um yeah so i think that yeah the advice is to have a conversation with him um and then also like put yourself in his shoes in that same way that i think like as much as like i i also probably cut my friends a little too much slack when it comes to like their like sex capades because like mm-hmm. i know them but if you're friends with this guy and you know this girl too you just wouldn't want to be in that situation And also it's yeah, I guess it's also his journey too. if he like he needs to figure out Mm -hmm. what he wants, because clearly this is a guy who's either confused or knows exactly what he wants. And if he knows exactly what he wants, you guys, he needs to be with somebody who's like knows that and is okay with Mm -hmm. that, because I don't really think it's fair. I'm like completely going back on what I said before. Whatever. I don't think it's fair as a girl when I've had, I've been friends with people who've like done shady things or whatever, and they've like kept it from their significant other. I'm like, I understand it's fine. Like keeping things, like if you need to like, but if you're going to keep something from somebody and that person, if they knew that they might not want to be with you, then you have to end it with that person because it's not fair to make the decision for both of you. When you, when you don't know all the information, like you need to let other people make those decisions.
6: communicate.
4: Even though that'd be fucking awkward, and maybe I mean I was. Well, now
3: case. it's gonna be even more awkward.
2: So
4: fucking awkward. Have a uh, conversation with just him, not his girlfriend. Yes, yeah, just him. You guys need to
2: figure out what you each want.
4: Mm-hmm. Maybe go to a coffee shop, like sober, and sit like kind of far away yeah. from each other.
2: We need to
3: follow up. He needs to call back.
2: Yes,
4: <laughs> this is like, this is one that we need to follow up on. It could
3: go so many ways.
4: Yeah. How old was he? Did he say twenty
2: five? Twenty five. Twenty five. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Wow. Yeah, twenty five. Okay.
3: Now the girlfriend might like not, not let the boyfriend see the friend again. The fr- it's oh my god. Like,
2: did they break up or was friends? she like good <laughs> with
4: it? Well, let us know what happens. Ah, I shit. do
3: love that he called you like in the It does really heat make me feel that. good.
4: Like this feels like one of my friends would have done this, where like, it's like, hey, I fucked up, which I've gotten that phone call, like that drunk phone call, like I did something bad. And I love that. And I like that we get this from people I've never met before. Oh, on to the next call. <laughs>
5: I'm a junior right now in high school and I'm not really looking for like a boyfriend. Like I know I have some friends that have boyfriends and I'm just not kind of really wanting one of those, those relationships. I'm focusing on like school and my extracurriculars and stuff. Um, and I also want to move out of state for university. So I don't really want to like get into something too serious, but I do like, I want a friend with benefits, if that makes like any sense, but I just don't want to be able to be a commitment to it, you know, and, um, in high school, it's kind of hard to do that, like, I don't want to be considered, like, a slut or something, and, like, I just don't know how to initiate with someone either, because I'm, like, I have friends, but as I said, I'm kind of, like, I work with my, like, like, I'm very, I try to be good at, like, work hard in school with my grades and stuff, I don't go to many parties and things, so I don't really have an opportunity to really just go up and ask someone, I mean, like, I mean, I know a few guys, but not, like, friends enough to, like, not like those kind of friends like just in
4: class or things so what should i do and how should i initiate it thank you so much bye this girl needed me in high school because i'm the (laughs) exact opposite i like was not focusing on my grades or extracurriculars i was focusing on guys um I think first a misconception about friends with benefits you don't have to be that kind of fucking friends like
6: yeah
4: <laughs> like you really don't like you don't have to it doesn't have to be like i honestly think it's better too when it's not like your closest guy friend who you also fuck or your closest girlfriend i think it's a little bit better when um it's somebody who you're friendly with or you have classes with and is an acquaintance first of all this is like everybody's not everybody but like a lot of people's dream so i wouldn't say don't like worry about bringing it up i also don't think you need to have like a conversation and be like hi my name's that's we have to believe that sorry uh, hi uh, my uh, name's <laughs> betty sue i was just wondering if like after school you like want to put it in me like you don't have to say it like that i think if you hook up with somebody at like I fuck. i keep like just like associating parties with this but if you like Flirt with somebody, you guys end up, like, hooking up or whatever. Then you don't have to follow it up with... All you do is just don't have the what-are-we conversation. Mm. That's all you have to do, right?
3: That's so interesting. I don't even know anything about this. Have you ever like, had a
4: friend with benefits?
3: Not in high school. I I lost my virginity when I was 20.
4: Okay.
3: Um, and, I like, I just wasn't even thinking about it because I was so gay and, like, <laughs> in the closet and not yeah. <laughs> having sexual, like, anything in high school. So I don't even know how, like, how yeah. did you start?
4: In um, school. So I started my Friends with Benefit situation was with um like <laughs> I wonder if anyone from high school is gonna hear this because I denied it left and right that this guy ever him and I ever hooked up. Mm-hmm. Um, uh he was my prom date. Um, so I got my You've boyfriend You've talked a lot about yeah, this I have, guy <laughs> I have My my high school boyfriend and I We were dating for like He was like my best friend We dated for like A majority of high school mm-hmm. We broke up like The week before prom And it was like Very traumatic He asked another girl in, To prom in front of me Everyone thought it was for me But it was like For this other girl wow. It was like hella dramatic And wow. there was this guy um, Who I had known Like kind of like My whole life But we weren't like Really close friends mm-hmm. He uh, was someone That my boyfriend Or my ex at that time Was like always Kind of very jealous of Because he was just like didn't really pick up on social cues and like didn't really care that I had a boyfriend and he'd walk into class like hey Megan you look really hot today and my boyfriend would be like you can't
6: fucking say it and yeah. so
4: he told my friend he's like oh I kind of want to ask Megan to prom and I was like fuck yes not only are you hella hot but like you're also going to like make my ex really jealous and so we ended up going like he asked me to prom and we like hung out and like ended up just like kind of starting that like flirty thing it was just we both knew we were into each other in like a physical way and then we ended up like hooking up for a while then we ended up like kind of dating for a minute and then it didn't really work out
3: (laughs) it was just very casual natural like we went it
4: was more the thing with friends with benefits is it becomes like a physical thing first like it's it's there isn't like a slow i at least with our situation it wasn't like a slow build up like we figured out we were both into each other we were both single we had never both been single at the same time we like made out and then like the next week we like hooked up hooked up and then like kind of just kept doing that Um, and then we, and also for people calling you a slut, like I, news around high school travels fast. Won't lie about Mm -hmm. that. So I had like in my yearbook class, I remember some girl slides down and sits next to me. She goes, Hey, like, just like want to ask you, like a rumor has it like you and -and so-and-so hooked up. Like, is that true? And I just like used my best like thespian, like Shakespeare Uh, (laughs) summer camp skills. And I was like, no, not at all. And then everyone was like, okay, sure. And we like denied it and denied it. Then we like got drunk and hooked up at a party and everybody saw. And they were like, oh, okay, they are. But I think like you there's a little bit of sexual confidence that i think has to come mm-hmm. from that because it is i don't think you don't have to talk about being friends with benefits it just kind of is a thing that happens it but it happens, happens based on like a physical kind of thing it's especially not
3: really in college it just happens yeah like, <laughs> <You> <laughs> everywhere I mean? like so. you get a
4: little too drunk one night like you like mentioned to your friend that they you think that they're cute and then it like just kind of goes there yeah i think it's a it's yeah it just requires just, like, actual, like, I don't know, getting over that first hump. Getting under or on top of that, that
2: first hump.
4: That's, that's what it takes. So I don't really know. I don't know if you think somebody's, like, if you think, a, like, I was a big fan of the game of telephone in high school where it's like, oh, my God, so-and-so, did you hear my friend thinks you're cute? And, like, yeah. if you can kind of just
6: yes. plant Put it in those there.
4: seeds. Mm-hmm. Um. I would do that or if there's like a dance coming up ask that person to a dance yeah it's summertime i don't know what class were Uh, you
3: like when did you graduate
4: 2011
3: okay i was oh nine i feel like now kids are so into like on the phones and like they see stuff happening and they feel like they have to do it more than letting it actually happen Mm -hmm. like i think a lot of the things you're talking about it's like dying out as far as like yeah, word of mouth and like spreading stuff around. So you mean
4: just like like your his Insta?
3: Yeah. Like they're like, oh, I see some of the dumbest stuff. Like mm. my friend's sisters um, have like panic attacks. Like, oh, this guy from the football team, he hasn't opened my snap yet. Like he hasn't opened my snap. Oh, he hasn't liked my, my pictures. God. Like I like all his pictures. He didn't follow me back. I'm just like, I what are died. y'all talking about? I would have hated it. Yeah, I would have
4: hated it so much. It's
3: so bad. I
4: would have lost my damn mind. Oh yeah. It is summer though. But I mean, you yeah. Know, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, you're right. Like, there is no.
2: Also, if you're just like horny, are you masturbating?
4: Oh, ah! <laughs> a thing,
2: too.
4: Ah! I hope so. Yeah. You're 17, right? 17? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope you're doing that. Ah. Yeah. Get there. on. Oh, she's not a virgin, right?
2: She didn't say, but I'm guessing she's I'm not. I'm guessing
4: she's not. You don't just jump to wanting friends' benefits, which I would be impressed by. um Yeah. I think also, if like masturbate, decide if you still like need a guy in the picture. Yeah. Um, and then oh wait what's the age of consent here are we allowed to tell her to fuck people so once you turn 18 in a couple weeks happy early birthday (laughs) i think then if you if you really do want to just like hang out with somebody i think you can like hit up a guy that you think is cute and just or if you your friends have a party or something invite somebody along to something in a not pressure situation Mm -hmm. like i think ours ours was prom which prom at our school You just had dates. You weren't necessarily dating those people. But I think if it's like a low pressure thing to show that you're interested.
3: Yeah, and be a little aggressive. Like she yeah. was saying, like, tell the guy you think he's cute. Yeah. Tell him he looks good that day. Like, just plant your seeds.
4: And high school boys are so fucking horny. Like, no one is going to be like, sorry, I really like, <laughs> don't want to have sex with you with no strings attached. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah.
2: She's over the age of consent for where oh. she is based on your area code. I won't say where you are, but.
4: <laughs> <that looks like laughs>
6: it's That's
4: so, yeah. So then I would say that I think it's exactly that like you have to be a little aggressive to get what you want. Um, consensually aggressive uh, and then just be confident in knowing that s- that's that's something a lot of people are looking for especially mm-hmm. at that time I think college and high school especially like end of college end of high school oh, nobody's yeah. really looking for anything with strings no. like you just like you want to get yours and then you like want to go to college you want to study you want to get yours and then you continue on. So I, I say go for it. I had a really great time with Friends with Benefits because neither of us really caught feelings. So Same. that was good. right? Yeah. And if it's the key though, it has to be good sex. If it's not good sex, then it's just move like, on. You can't like find yeah. somebody else.
3: You visit it. You can go to another destination. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like
4: Thank you. You've arrived at your destination. Please yeah.
3: keep going. <laughs>
4: Add another stop. New route. Like, okay. Ways. Yeah. With that. But congratulations. Go you. Yeah. Be, be safe. Be safe. Don't get. Wrap it up. Know. Don't get pregnant. Don't get of the other. Be responsible. STDs. It's called pregnancy and STD. Good God! Uh, the other STD, uh, gonorrhea. Those ones. Okay, guys, we're gonna go on a quick break, and we will be back. This episode of Don't Blame Me is brought to you by Don't Blame Me, A hey, Inception. I don't think I ever saw that movie, um, but no, guys, today we are giving iTunes some love. We're going to be reading some of your great comments and reviews from the podcast app. Uh, really been loving, loving, loving reading them. Like I always say, it's just so nice. And so if you guys want to be featured in this, it would really make my day. And then you get to hear your lovely comment read out loud, which keyword lovely. If you don't leave a lovely one, not going to read it out loud. So this one, (coughs) oh, sorry. I started choking off pistachio. Don't worry, everybody. I'm fine. Okay. This one I really like because it's pretty true. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, the, the title is You made me start listening to podcasts I legitimately relate to so many of the things That are in your podcasts. I never listened to podcasts before Because I always assumed they were for old people Or they were just boring But you've definitely changed my mind about that Anyway, please continue with this I love that because I do think there is a misconception That podcasts are for like old boring people Which I would definitely identify as like An old boring person And I love old boring people podcasts But guys, podcasts are for young hip people too Um, this one says amazing. I absolutely adore this podcast. Don't blame me is relatable and hilarious at the same time. I love to listen to the podcast at the pool, in the car, in my room. Don't blame me is just an amazing podcast that somehow feels professional and laid back all at once. Love it. I love that they called us professional and laid back. I think that's the definition of recording with all, all of like Melissa's wonderful recording stuff. And then me wearing sweatpants. That's like the professional and and, then laid back. Um, So thank you guys so much for leaving those reviews. It really does make my day. And um, I would love if you haven't left a review yet. Don't be a silent fan. Be a loud fan. Let 2018 be the year of you being like, you know what? I really love this podcast and I'm going to be a really great person pay it forward and i'm going to leave a wonderful review it really does make my day and i like reading it and i love hearing what you guys have to say and i also really like we've seen a couple of comments of people saying uh who they would like as guests too so i really enjoy that Or telling us who your favorite episode was with um what your favorite topics are i don't know it's nice to hear from you guys we feel all inclusive so thanks guys for doing that thanks for indulging me like reading compliments about myself during this time so um let's get back to the podcast (laughs) Okay, hey guys we are back from our break woo woo. and we're on to more calls my name is and I'm
7: 20 years old so I have this friend that I've been friends with for a really long time um, probably since elementary school and um, I think she is now identifying as a boy and I'm not quite sure, though. Um, I'm still calling her she because, like I said, I'm not sure. Um, I want, I know people on this podcast before have called in saying, um, I think my friend's gay, but he's not telling me stuff. And I don't know if I should take this the same way because I want my friend to know that I'll accept them however they identify as, and I want to let them know that I'll still be their friend, but I don't know. I'm not sure to go about it. She changed her name on Instagram to a guy's name and the same on her Snapchat, and she cut all her hair off really short. So, I don't know. I just and I, don't, I just don't know how to go about all of this. And if he is identifying as a boy now, then I guess how do I cope with it? Not really cope, because like I said, I don't care either way. I still just want to be her friend. But I don't know. It's just such a touchy subject, and I just don't know how to go about it.
4: My instinct is I would, I mean, what I would genuinely, the first thing I would do was I would just use them, they pronouns when talking about your friend when they're not there and then just not use specific pronouns to their face. Because uh, I just, I, I, yeah, I mean, like this was something, definitely something I would struggle with in the sense of you want to be super supportive for your friend, but you also don't like I had I grew up with a couple like kids who didn't fully go through like transitions in high school, but definitely ident- now that now what they identify as is gender fluid. But like that was in high school. Like there were some days there was one kid who um dressed more female and other days dressed more male. And we just all used them they pronouns because different days they desire different pronouns and until they told us. It's we we just would go for them. They um, that's kind of where my mind would go. But I think the changing of the names on social media, I think it can go either way. It can be someone who wants to be considered more like androgynous because I think a lot of there's a lot of like unisex kind of names right now. Um, but I think it also could be a sign that they would prefer him. He pronouns and like, without asking for it but that's something like i i don't know like i don't know how you bring that up because it's not really your journey either but like how right. do you i get the struggle of like how do you be supportive without putting a label on somebody else when they haven't they haven't necessarily labeled themselves or like told you that stuff
3: yeah that's hard i yeah. feel like everyone that i've known this transitioned has vocalized it
4: yeah been public
3: yeah mm-hmm. um so like you said it's her own journey um, I don't, yeah, I feel like as a friend for so long, that would be difficult. And even I like hearing it and I was trying to put myself in her shoes, like I would be bothered if they made changes on social media without.
4: Yeah. You feel telling, a little offended. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's
3: like what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is kind of sticky. Yeah. And it's, uh,
4: Well, I think you could phrase it as, I want, like, as your friend, I want to be able to, like, be your number one ally and your Mm -hmm. number one fan. And if you don't want to talk about any of this, I'm totally there for you. But I want to know, I want to know what's the best, how I can best support you. And as somebody who, like, obviously I can't speak for you, but as somebody who's close to you, I want to make sure that, like, I'm... I have the right narrative and I don't want to put you into any box if that's not what you want to be. And if you're still deciding and going through that, like gender is like a gender is just a construct and gender is a completely fluid thing. And whenever you decide or not decide to identify as or decide to not label yourself at all, I just want to make sure that I'm 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 on the same page as you and like doing everything like that. So I think if you want to have that conversation, you can because I think if you come at it from a place of being like, I just want to know wh- how I best can support you and how I best can be there for you. But I also think, I don't know, I think the the changing of the names, especially how they were young, right? High school?
2: Yeah, they're, well, no, no they're 20. 20. Yeah.
4: I think like it's it's like a step, your friend just might not know too. And that's like the person I'm talking about who now identifies as gender fluid th- that this person was, um, really doing that kind of uh, changing how they were dressing and how they were talking and the names they were like preferred to be called by day to day. And that was when we were like 16, 17 and we're like 25 now. And this has been like kind of a newer thing. But everybody else I know has been pretty public about, hey, everybody, this is one mass Instagram post or one massive Facebook post. This is what I'm identifying as. And this is what I prefer to be called. So maybe that just hasn't happened yet and it's going to happen. So I think if you want to hold out a little longer and wait to see if that happens, I think the safest thing is to, again, go with them, they, when talking about your friend to other people. Um, and then just, I don't really find myself using pronouns to someone's face, really. Yeah. So I think you could kind of just like, steer clear of that and then wait it out a little bit longer. But then if you feel... Yeah. Maybe if you feel like you want to say something, I think if you come at it from you don't have to have an answer to this question. And like this is also just like me just wanting to know how best can I be your ally? Because you also don't like the same thing you're saying, like you don't want to misgender somebody, especially somebody you're super close with. You don't want to because that can be like an accidental feeling of not feeling like supported. But I also wonder if they go to the same college yeah, on
3: the like another, not to like minimize the situation, but there, I've had friends who just changed their personality. Mm-hmm. Um, and even listening, like we have the chopped hair and the more neutral name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That could, I mean, it could be, a yeah, step but it in could be absolutely nothing. She could just be like, you know, yeah, I'm a new person, like, I don't like my name, mm-hmm. I didn't like my hair, yeah, I feel more comfortable in this look. And it, that's just that.
4: No, completely. Like it's the the idea of I read this article about how um like babies, how like the entire like it's parents are so much gendering their kids, and how mm-hmm. kids the only read like every kid looks l- the same until they have long hair, which is deemed like more female or anything like that. So you can be into dressing more androgynous and having a more of like a not typical, very like girly female name and still identify as a woman and as a woman who's into whatever gender that they're into. So uh, you're right. It doesn't always have to mean something more like that and I also think so much happens at that that age like I have friends that I went to high school with who were identified as straight in high school came back one summer after college and they were gay and we never talked about (laughs) it and like we all knew but there is something about (laughs) knowing like do like (laughs) being your best self in a place where you didn't grow up with everybody Mm -hmm. and I think like I don't know if they're in a new town or something like that but you can really change and be who you always wanted to be and that might mean that they're just exactly like you're saying, like they just like want cute like Kate Hudson hair and they like want to like change up their look. Or maybe they do want to identify, they, they're they identifying um, as the gender that they really feel or not identifying as any gender. But I think I mean, personally, I would wait it out yeah, because it's it's definitely an off- awkward conversation. And I, again, personally, would just not want to, I don't know, not want to pressure anybody or offend anybody in any in any way and make them feel like they, like it's something they need to think about or they need to yep. decide on. Cause it's, yeah, it's also just like, it's not only like is someone else's gender, none of your business. Like it's not like you don't, even if it's your own gender, you don't have to make that your business. Like it's not, it's just like an idea.
2: Also, since she did change her or since they did change their profile picture, I mean their name, you could ask them, Hey, I noticed you changed your mm-hmm. Facebook. Would you prefer to be called this name?
4: Oh, yeah. As that first that could, name. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So that could maybe open up some discussion, too.
4: And maybe see if you guys don't live in the same area um, and maybe you guys are 20 are still in college, right? Maybe you're. Co- no, I didn't go. Maybe you're in college, different places. Look at the comments on their those on their pictures and see what other people are commenting. Maybe like do some faith Facebook sleuthing and see how other people in the if you're not in their day to day lives, see how people in their day to day lives are what they're addressing them as. Um, but yeah, I think I think if you just like wait it out and give it time. But I again also that might not. It doesn't. It all. Yeah, I don't know. You'll.
3: Just patience. Don't yeah. overthink it. It doesn't
4: really ma- matter anyway. But I get the fear of not wanting to misgender or mislabel somebody or say the wrong thing to make them feel like you might not be supportive. But I think ultimately, you're if you don't do that, like if you don't refer, if you go if you just switch to them they, you're not going to. You know what I mean I think like that's a guaranteed way that you're not going to offend them and show your support so as long as you keep staying friends with them
3: my yeah. ass would just be like why would you change your name i'm like what <laughs> Yeah,
2: like,
4: <laughs> like i yeah. had a friend
2: that um was born male and then transitioned to female and just changed their name on facebook and so then i just started calling them by that name and didn't say anything else yeah. after that and then it was that it was just that
4: yeah know? that's how i feel like it happens a lot of the time too like i have had friends who then will just suddenly start dating somebody of the same gender. And it's like, we didn't have to have a sit down and conversation. I'm like, so does this mean you're a lesbian? Like right. just gonna, it's like whatever you choose to do with your life. Great. I'm going to take whatever social cues you give me. And I'm just going to do, I'm just going to say that back. And then if you start calling them by their Facebook name or their Instagram name, and they're like, why you do that? You're like, I don't know. You changed it. So I thought you want me to call you. <laughs> <that." laughs> you can just play that card. So, but I think you're being a good friend by being concerned about it. But yeah, I think sit it out, wait it out. Same advice I give when people are like, my friend's gay. But, okay. Should we go to the next one? Mm -hmm. Hey, Megan. I'm 22 and I've been
7: married to my husband who's 24 for eight months. He is my best friend and the love of my life. And I am so grateful for his love in our life. But we have no sex life. We used to have sex all of the time until a little over a year ago we ripped his dick. (laughs) foreskin <laughs> and we had to go six months without sex. I'm, I'm lucky if we have sex once a month now. I know you're scared that something freak will happen and it'll rip again, and we use every precaution necessary to assure that it doesn't happen. But I feel like you've lost all sex drive for me, and it's really affecting how I feel about myself, especially since he masturbates almost daily. I need our physical intimacy back. I. <laughs> I feel selfish for constantly begging for sex because sometimes it feels like he's my roommate not my husband please help me please give me some advice what can i do i've tried everything
4: to spice up our sex life and he just doesn't seem interested first of all i'm so sorry i laughed at you um Same. i feel like i have to say that after like at least one every episode there's like one caller i'm like i'm sorry i laughed it at was you. just shocking it was it's yeah. just not what i expected okay did she rip a stick?
2: I think so. So what happens is, so if you're uncircumcised, there's I, a that small, was my first thing. Yeah, there's this small tag of skin that's Ooh. underneath your penis, that's like your frenulum, like that little thing that connects your tongue.
6: Yeah.
2: Um, for, for viewers on YouTube.
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and so um, sometimes during intercourse you can rip that, and so it takes six months to. Repair, but did you
4: literally Google like I penis did.
2: rip that takes six months to I heal? I did. And so, um, like if you have sex with lubricant, like after it's healed, then it should be fine, but it can rip, rip again, again, which is, I'm sure that's what he's afraid of. And it's very painful. So if it keeps ripping, oh, you have to have surgery. Okay, see, I was so,
3: yeah, like, like p- a ripped shaft. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> it's like a that makes more sense. Yeah. It's
4: like PTSD. Oof. Okay. Fuck. I mean,
3: well, I don't get why he can masturbate but can't.
2: If he's like doing it underneath where the tear is, then he could still masturbate. But if he's like inserting inside of her, then mm. it's still where that tear would be.
3: Damn!
4: Oh my god! Ooh. So he's got like PTSD about her vagina.
3: Mm-hmm. Fuck
4: teeth. Yeah. Did you see that movie? Yes. Vagina Dentata.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, I mean, my, my first uh, instinct would, I think, like supporting him in like this is obviously a very traumatic thing like if i hooked up with a guy and like he like i don't know like tore or like he like bit my clip i would be so fucking mad and like you mean like i would have if you think about it in that way like i would have very much like a nervousness towards that so i think as like you need to know that this isn't about like him not being attracted to you at all it's just more of like a fear of something like very painful um so i mean i would suggest like can she still go down on him
2: yeah i mean she can't like she can still they can still have sex but like is
4: going down on him like that is that worse or better
2: it's still it depends on where she's putting her mouth if she like inserts him directly and misses that front part then it should be fine.
3: There has to be some sort of like sex therapy for stuff mm-hmm. like this. Yeah, I'm like sure. Techniques that- Wait, so where
4: on the penis is it? I'm confused again. It's near the tip. It's so like, then. But then if you have sex with a con- is, it con, is it putting a condom on painful? Like is that? It doesn't say.
2: But it says like if you use lubricant, it should be fine.
4: He just never seen that Friends episode where Monica makes Joey that like little thing to go over his mm-hmm. penis with like baloney and like fur. Like he needs one of like he needs just like a, like a penis like bubble to like protect <sighs> that part of his penis.
3: These are the episodes of Friends I need to see. It. You do. <laughs> <Like, what? laughs>
4: oh my god! I mean, fuck! I think like I would just try and bring, I don't know, like some of like the sexiness back because I think he's probably asso- associating sex with pain and so i think if you can like really just like play up the hey this is going to be like a like slow very like sexual sexy thing so, I mean, if maybe like it starts with like, instead of like him masturbating, like you getting him off with your hands and then maybe your mouth and things that kind of like reintroduce uh, like this, like, I don't know, like training wheels of like mm-hmm. building back up to that. Because I think, I don't know, that's like that when it's something that painful, I think you kind of just, he's also probably going to ha- has a hard time separating sex from that instance.
3: Yeah. And you have to communicate too. like, I don't know if you've said to him everything you just said on the phone, Mm -hmm. but like tell him that you feel like the Mm -hmm. spice is gone and that you guys are roommates and that like something like let him know that you want to work on it and that you're willing to do whatever it takes to like make him happy again.
4: And knowing that it's not going to go right back to what it was before and that you're okay with like. I totally get the situation. I'm okay with whatever you can handle right now. And also like, if, if he's like scared of like penetration sex for a while, there's so much other stuff that you right. guys can both do. So it's not like you're not getting off at all, either of you. And I think, I mean, fuck that just, I didn't even know that could happen. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> just like, ow. Cause then I also think of like, if my vagina got hurt from sex, I would, you'd, you'd refrain from, for, from a while. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I can imagine.
4: But like, do you think there's like something he can put on his penis to protect it?
3: Well, he seems to know what to do with himself. Yeah. It's just about like getting back with it together.
4: Yeah. And maybe having a very explicit conversation, like, hey, I know this isn't going to be sexy, but in order for us to be sexy and have sexy time, you need to tell me. Exactly what and what not to do, mm-hmm. so you can kind of know. Because he also probably feels a little bit embarrassed by it and not wanting. I don't know. It's a little like not so macho, and so I guess you're right. If you have like a real conversation about being, yeah, like, and
3: you guys are still young and been married for eight months.
4: Yeah, this mm-hmm. is supposed to be your like.
3: Yeah, your sex life can't be dead.
4: No, no, and yeah. it takes six months to heal, mm-hmm. and so they haven't had. So he's in like the two months post it. No, he's through the six months. Like he's No, he like so. But he's it, jacking off. He's it's, he's been two I mean, months post. The six months. So it's been eight. So they've been married for eight months. Did mm-hmm. this happen on oh, their
2: wedding? It night. happened before they were married.
4: Okay. So I wonder how long it's been.
2: Cause he said she said, We used to have sex all the time until a little over a year ago.
4: But yeah, you guys just gotta fucking talk about mm-hmm. it.
2: Like you said, there's so much that they can do. Yeah. Like they just need to become comfortable with their bodies mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. So if they've just explore other things and work up to
4: and like you guys, are, it just in. like you said, they're still so young and you guys just mm-hmm. got married. You have so much more of your life that like you, this can't be the new normal. This isn't the new standard. Like, does he never want to like put it in anything for the rest of his life? Like, that's a, that's a long, long way.
3: It's a really long time. It's a really
4: fucking long time. And so. then it's going
3: to start getting into like resentment mm-hmm. and just a whole bunch. Yeah. like. No, people have to not be afraid to talk about sex, especially with someone that you're married to.
4: Yeah. And also there's nothing... I don't know. I think there's that illusion that like talking about sex makes it not sexy, but like talking about sex is how you have the best sex because you get what you want. And I think both of you, if you're open communicating with each other, you're both going to be able to enjoy it. And he's not afraid of you accidentally hurting him because now you know what not to do in the same way. And yeah, he also probably wants you to be happy too. Mm
6: -hmm.
4: Thinking about you and your boyfriend's dick at this time. Okay, guys, it is time for producer's corner. And for this producer's corner, I actually know what it is. So on a previous episode, I'm very curious to get your input on this. In a previous episode, um, I did what I usually do is I say something controversial and people lose their shit. And we're not going to stray away from people losing their shit. And we're going to play a response to a call that um, from the episode with Taylor. Where, it was episode 30. Yeah, episode 30 with Taylor where we talked about porn. And the original question was uh, this girl who was saying that her boyfriend, her boyfriend was watching porn. And she didn't know how to deal with that because she really hated it and needed him to stop. And all of that stuff and taylor and i's response which i will say we definitely glazed over the fact that both of us said there are issues with the porn industry but we talked about how uh sex is very natural and porn is very natural and i can state both taylor and i are very pro regulating the safety of sef- sex work and everything mm-hmm. like that um and we were met with it's an understatement to say a shitstorm of people yeah. who are so anti-porn and think that Taylor and I are going to probably burn in hell, which we already are. We're going to hang out there. It'll be great. Um, So this is a response that someone called in to say our, because our advice to this girl was that every, bo- a, a lot of people watch porn and that it's very natural, normal. And even I stated that I'm not into porn. Like I don't, that d- doesn't turn me on, not my thing, but I fully respect people who are consensually a part of something like that because mm-hmm. like it is a job, it is an industry. I know people who've done it and who do it. And like,
3: so it's about the actual industry not someone watching it
4: yeah yeah so then our whole thing was too is like it doesn't a guy a guy or a girl someone who's into watching porn it doesn't necessarily mean that they love you less mm-hmm. and that they're not into obviously like porn addiction and sex those things are all totally real but our advice wasn't about that it was more about like a girl like a girl dealing with her boyfriend watching porn and yeah about,
2: even yeah. like speaking to the addiction thing a lot of people kept saying that in comments but Anything can be addictive if you consume too much of it.
4: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there's some addictive. I'm on Adderall, and I have to be; otherwise, I can't fucking function. It's an addictive substance. I'm not addicted to it. Like, there's a way you can have healthy relationships with things. Not that I'm saying like porn like can potentially like super help your life, but depending on people's needs and their urges, I think if we got rid of every single thing that was addictive in this world, it's about having like healthy relationships with things. You can be addicted to people, like you can be addicted to anything. Cheese. I read that article about the cheese is more addictive than alcohol. And I, was like, I saw that oh, too. Fuck yeah. But here's the response.
8: Hey Megan. I'm a twenty-four-year-old listener from Germany, and I thought I'd share some some insight on um the, the porn episode. I know it's a bit I think like two episodes ago, but yeah, right now, but um I think I I, I can totally understand the girl being like um jealous and I don't think it's about that he's pleasuring himself, which is completely normal and is what when you're in a relationship is something that's completely fine, of course. It's about what he utilizes for it. So I do see your point that he's just using them as objects to get off. I don't, however, find that very comforting. Like, I don't think that's um a very comforting thing to hear like oh yeah he's just using these real women who um when like the main porn industry probably have been through lots of lots of shit uh, as objects and um so I would be a bit cautionary there also because like power porn is um such a powerful medium it's like visual and audio And um, so it can influence you uh, quite a bit. And when it becomes your only way uh, or at least like your main way to uh, reach an orgasm quicker, you might lose yourself in it. And it's just this, um, I think this thought like, why does he use porn for it? Why does he not use uh, memories of us for it? And I think that's actually uh, like a real, real thing. And I can speak from experience here that I I stopped watching porn, I think, like at least two years ago because I was um, like uh, when I was alone um, because... I was finding that I was not thinking about um, my 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 boyfriend anymore. We've been together for like six years now. Um, I was finding we've like I've not been thinking about him anymore when I was uh, getting myself off, but just about just these like visual pictures all the time. And I thought that this was getting out of hand, and I was losing something with him so um if she I don't know I mean (laughs) your podcast is really really great I just thought if she wanted to reach out for a bit more she might want to listen to Cheryl Straits and Steve Allman's podcast Dear Sugars and they have a two-part about porn and they bring people in who really really know stuff about it but um yeah I just wanted to share like Maybe like a different opinion, a bit more cautionary. (laughs) Hope you still like me. (laughs) And never mind, you never knew me. But (laughs) Um, yeah, I'm definitely still going to listen to the podcast. Uh, You're amazing. And I really, really love the guest you bring on.
4: (laughs) Bye. First, I want to say I did not say that women are objects Mm -hmm. in porn at all. What I did say, and I can say this because this was not shot too long ago is something that I, I am, first of all, I think if you're not okay, if you feel, if you feel that way with like watching porn, where it makes you feel like more detached from your partner, that's totally fine. I feel the same way as I do about abortion. If you don't want to have an abortion, that's totally your call. But I think everybody needs to make the decisions for themselves. And somebody who's in a relationship with someone, it is totally your job to like, say your insecurities and say things that like don't make you feel great or whatever. But when somebody calls into the podcast and asks, do you think that I, am I being crazy? Is this something I should get over? I'm going to give the same advice I would give to one of my girlfriends, but I think that still means you should have a conversation with your partner and talk to them about it. And if it makes you truly very uncomfortable, that's on, that's totally fine. And that's on you. But like when you call into the podcast, asking a fellow girl for advice where I'm saying like, I'm talking to you, like I talked to one of my friends, I'm going to give you that advice Ultimately, what I did say about is that for me, I find it I'm OK with people that I'm dating watching porn if it doesn't get in the way of our sex life. And I've definitely been with guys who watch porn and then be like, oh, I'm not that horny. I'm like, yeah, but you I know you definitely like jacked up earlier today. And like now I don't get to have sex with you because like you're not that horny. And so if it gets in the way of what I desire from like sex with a re- in a relationship, totally something I'll bring up. But what I did say was that for me, I'm more OK with Um, my significant other watching porn than I am with him following porn stars or any of like those girls online and following them on Instagram and Twitter and developing those kinds of non-sexual relationships. So when they're not in the mindset of, hey, I'm going to jack off and watch videos that I find sexually stimulating. I'm at work scrolling through my phone and a picture pops up of this girl that I've seen naked and I see what she's having for lunch. That for me, I think is more, into like that to me is like more- something that would bother me more because it's not something that's being used for like a means to an end. That's not, I'm saying that these women are like objects. I'm like, they're, again, I know people who work in the sex industry. I think it 100% needs to be regulated with when it comes to like sex trafficking. But when it comes to like people who are consensual, con- and like, I love the documentary Hot Girls Wanted, which is like so fucked up because it's all these underage, not, well, you know, they're, they're th-
2: like freshly They're 18. freshly
4: 18 and they're and- clearly- caught up in an industry which is like not treating them well and it's a very sad very like terrible terrible documentary or good documentary about a terrible situation of this amateur porn industry i think there needs to be like insane regulation especially with all of like the sexual harassment claims and people getting into it for reasons um not necessarily that they chose to do so but i don't there are people and situations where they are humans and deserve the same amount of respect so when i said that i would rather somebody watch porn where there's someone doing their job versus following them online and like getting into their life or whatever which i still stand by if you don't agree with that that's totally fine um i would like to hear your opinions on
3: that makes sense i think um i feel like it just varies by person and people tend to try to project their own experiences Mm -hmm. like i got from her that she was watching too much porn (laughs) to Mm -hmm. the point where it interfered in her relationship. So now she sees it from that angle. Um, And I think there are people, like it depends, like if you, some people have a higher sex drive than others. Some people can watch porn, jack off, still Mm -hmm. have sex with their partners, same day, hours apart, and like just go, go, go. Some people can't do that Mm -hmm. and they watch porn and they're done for the day. Some people seriously have an addiction and it gets in the way of their relationship. Mm -hmm. So I think it just varies case by case in that there's no, like, blanket statement that you can put on porn and what people get from it.
4: Yeah. I think that, I mean, that makes sense. Also, the call wasn't about a girl whose boyfriend was addicted to porn. Mm -hmm. It was somebody who, she was uncomfortable with the fact that he watched porn, but from the call, it wasn't that it was affecting their sex life. It was affecting her, how she felt about herself, um, which I think is, it's also pretty normal. Like I dated guys who've like followed Instagram girls who are like are brunettes, like petite brunettes with like really curvy bodies, which mm-hmm. is the exact opposite of me. So I'd be like, oh, okay. That doesn't make me feel great, but it's something that has to be a conversation with your partner for it. But I think like, as a, like the commenters and exactly like that girl said, like, if you have a bad experience with it, Or you're not comfortable with it. That's on, not that I'm saying that's on you, but you can't disregard anybody else's experience with it. Like I know plenty of girls who enjoy watching porn to get off and they have totally healthy, great sex lives with their partners. I think it's a unique situation for everybody. And again, I say this as somebody who like does not get off on porn, like not what I enjoy watching, but I'm not going to shame somebody else for that and i also think yeah if someone has an unhealthy relationship with it that's something that needs to be addressed but like the blanket statement that either like the porn industry is good or bad i don't think it's you're right it's like it's not something you can claim i think we definitely need regulations on things and like the safety of like everybody involved and making sure that everybody involved is like consenting um and i'm sure there are thousands of studies which everybody has like linked us to of uh what it can do to people's um, uh, people's like self esteem and other people's sex lives and stuff, but also there's tons of people who have healthy relationships with porn, healthy relationships with their partners.
3: So she was just misunderstanding that since you only approve of it. Mm-hmm in video form yeah. in that moment that you were calling them object.
4: Yeah. And that's I'm like, I think like if you and also like if you're masturbating, if your boyfriend or your girlfriend or anybody is masturbating and they don't have like a fantastic photographic memory like of being able <laughs> to like, I would rather my boyfriend jack off to porn than me give him a nude picture of myself for him to jack off to because I'm like, I don't want that getting out there.
3: That's like the memories. That's like Black Mirror. I yeah, can't like rewind exactly. the
4: memories. And so I think, yeah, I think you, there's, Yeah, there's definitely like good and bad of it. I think the same thing with like just sex work as a whole. Um, I grew up with like a like with people I know working in that industry um, in the not the actual like participation when I was like younger, but working in uh, like working on laws and protecting people. And I think that's what really needs. It's it's like it's like it's going to happen. Those things are always going to happen. And I think there's a way to regulate it so people are safe. But then every, it's, it's like alcohol. Everybody, like you might be an alcoholic, you don't have a great relationship with alcohol doesn't mean that nobody should ever drink alcohol ever. I think like you can't, like you said, you can't deem your own personal experience as what is true for everybody else out there. But also it's okay to feel uncomfortable with things. But again, I guess it's just kind of like a statement for like the podcast as a whole. If you call and say, am I crazy? Am I Am I overreacting? What do you think? I'm going to give my opinions... That's what this is. Mm-hmm. And I'm also I, I I'm i also going to come about it as like what I how I would talk to my girlfriends. But if there's something like we've had questions that are like very serious, which we've all said you should talk to professionals. You should talk to a therapist and things like that. I didn't deem this question as one of those things because it didn't come about it from like an addiction standpoint. It came about it like girl to girl. What would you do if you were in this situation? And that's how I came about it. Um But yeah, I just want to say that.
2: I think that everyone should keep in mind that the show is for entertainment purposes only. Megan, me, (laughs) any of the guests, we're not professionals at all. Mm -hmm. This is for like calling in the ass advice from your sister. Yeah. So don't take everything so seriously.
4: Yeah. And we're not going to have like links and references to different things, too, because I also... As much as we're addressing the kind of negatives that people saw in that episode, I saw so many comments of people going, uh, I watch porn, like I have a great relationship with it as a woman. And it's fine. I'm also not going to shame those. And we kept using the term porn shaming. I'm like, I'm not going to shame women and men for embracing their sexuality and figuring out what they're into and things like that. So in saying that I want it to be regulated and that I thought this girl, she shouldn't feel insecure about it. Um, that's not me saying that. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm not saying that. Like you, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just like, either way, there's people you're going to like offend and people who's going to be like, oh great, I'm so glad you're on my side. So that's just my piece. Don't blame me. Don't blame me. It's, it's in the title. Right, it's literally <laughs> in the title. You fuckers, come on. But um, we're all friends. So yeah, we're all friends here, and even that girl. So if you guys listened um and co- left like nasty comments look how nice that girl was she called in and she said she's still gonna listen to the podcast afterwards don't worry we still love you we're all entitled to our own opinions here but when someone calls into the podcast they're asking for my opinion so i'm gonna give it oh, i'm not gonna be read, fake it, that right? subtle read. yeah i'm not gonna be fucking fake I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna be honest so it's okay i'm like cilantro i'm not everybody not everyone likes me I'm an acquired taste. The facts. (laughs) (laughs) I literally am. I love soap. Thank God. But I am. I really am. I'm like 50 50 divided. Soap or delicious? Mm. I think I'm delicious. (gasps) Okay. Well, um, Kingsley, thank you so much for being on this episode. Oh, my God. You were great. We should have you back.
3: Thanks. I will gladly come back. I love like just hearing people give advice and just like all our different viewpoints and like the different experiences we have contributing to a conversation it's really cool
4: i think it's so fun and i love having i love having other people's input on things that changes my mind about stuff because like we all only come from like our own personal experiences Mm -hmm. so it's really cool to hear all of that and i just like love hearing the shit that goes down in people's lives (laughs) i get to live vicariously through them
3: i really do want to follow up on that um drunk
4: me fucking too I
3: need to know I
4: need to know too hey well maybe we'll get the follow up call and then you can come back for that episode yes and we can hear what happens deal I would love that well where can people find you on the internet
3: um twitter.com slash kingsley with three y's same for instagram and youtube.com slash kingsley
4: Ooh, guys, check out his content. It's fabulous. I've been watching s- s- for an embarrassingly long time.
3: I know. I remember I you from Clever. Yeah. Like, like
4: years ago. Yes. You, I think you know we pre nose job too, probably.
3: Yeah. Well, I wouldn't, when you said that, I kind of was like, what? Like, oh, I
4: the glow up is real. I can't,
3: but you've been killing it. Oh my God. Movies Ooh. and everything. I, I see. I see. Stop. So congratulations. Ah, thank
4: you. Yeah. I love that. Turn <laughs> on me. Uh, and you guys can always check out uh, my socials and mails in the description as well. And if you are watching the video and you want to go listen to the audio version because you just can't get enough or you have nothing else to listen to in your car, we're on iTunes, SoundCloud, um, and then uh, Apple Podcast app, obviously. And then if you are trying to figure out other ways to listen to it and you're watching on YouTube, don't blame me. Show. And if you guys want to call in. So we love responses. Drunk boy who's fucking his friend. You need to call back in and give us an update. The number is 310-694-0976. <sighs> right? Mm-hmm. Sick. Um, International callers, which we had a couple in this episode. Uh, email a MP3 file to meganpodcast at gmail.com. So you can just record it on your phone. Audio message or whatever you Samsung people nice. do. Yeah. And we will see you guys next week. Goodbye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me, produced, directed, and edited by Melissa Demons. Post-production sound by Chris Henry, production assistant Julie Carly, and music by Giacomo Picasso and Ryan Hunter. I'll see you guys next week, and don't blame me if your life, you know, completely fucks up before then. <laughs> oh.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well...